On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, I talk with my buddy Sam Cabert from Swagworks, and he talks about what it's like to be a soul seeker. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a repeat guest and a super good friend of mine. He's the creative director at Swagworks, Sam Cabert. Thanks for coming back, man. What up, Kirby? Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And it's always a great time uh, talking with you and catching up. So thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to dive right in. Um, You've been... uh, recently talking about like a new instead of work-life balance you were talking about something called soul life balance so can you dig into that talk about what you mean by that and why it matters right so i mean i think a lot of us really believe in work-life balance right you know and Mm -hmm. growing up just everything i've always been a huge proponent of work-life balance and we're going to get into this later but i had this epiphany over series of time um, that the work-life balance is broken. Mm. And most of all, it's because work, to me at least, should be a, comp- and I don't like the word should, but work is a component of life, right? Mm, yeah. So if we're taking work-life balance, we're really looking at as 50%, not, maybe not 50%, but you know, work in life. But work is just a component of life. And we're, we're going to get a little deep here. I love it. This whole thing is about, right? It's about going below the surface. And I mean, suicide rate in the U.S. alone is at the highest it's been. I've had friends that I've lost to suicide. I've seen it firsthand in college. And I've had other mental illness affect my family and myself, right? And it's a big deal. You know, at a time when we have everything at our fingertips, like look at cell phones. You know, we have a computer in our pocket. But that's also the other bad part because we're so ingrained with technology, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going on a tangent, but the point is we're losing track of spirituality, mm-hmm. right? So on the eastern side of the world, there's an abundance of spirituality. And on the western side where we are, we have materialistic lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like finding a balance between those of materialistic and spiritual, right? So. I feel like we're getting out of touch with our souls, right? Like with with actually living. You know, we get in this just grind, 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 mm-hmm. and we set these goals and just all of this, and we forget about what truly matters to us. So I think it's important, whether it be meditation, it be yoga, it be swimming, running, anything that, you know, gets you feeding your soul where you're just like, outside of work and it's something sacred, right? That's what we should be focusing on, soul life balance. And work, work is just a component of, of life, mm-hmm. you know? That's kind of the premise of soul life balance. Yeah, that's super, I, I think that's super interesting. I think one of those things that you're reminded, I heard a quote a long time ago that said, you know, a lot of people spend their entire lives climbing, climbing the corporate ladder and when they get to the top, they realize it was leaning against the wrong wall. And I, it, it reminds me of that, that we need to be reminded of what we're really trying to chase. So this, this is sort of a different path for you. I mean, you and yep. I have known each other for a couple of years. So what caused this kind of epiphany that you talked about? Yeah, I mean, depression, right? You know, um, on the outside, everyone looks at me and not, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of people will look and be like, 
you know, how are you able to do so much? Or that's amazing you do so much. Or, you know, just for people that aren't familiar with my story, just quickly, you know, I got into content. I wrote three books in a year. I launched a podcast, turned it into a media company with several other podcasts. We have a big annual event as well, a YouTube show, food show, and I manage all this on top of my business, right? So it's a lot of things to juggle. And I just received the 40 Under 40 uh, nomination or award through the Silicon Valley Business Journal. So on the outside, like, you know, I've been chasing success, you know, trying to improve this, like this chip on my shoulder as like, you know, this small guy and uh, from coming from the office supply industry and then, you know, promotional products, like living in Silicon Valley, like no one cares about that, right? Mm -hmm. So just this chip on my shoulder that I needed to, you know, prove myself in another way. And as I get all these accolades, you know, it's like that classic entrepreneur thing. Like, you know, you start to find success and it's like, why am I unhappy? Mm -hmm. Right? Like I'm achieving all these goals. So, um, about a year ago, a friend turned me on to ayahuasca. That's a plant medicine from the Amazon. It's a psychedelic and it gets you in touch with your soul. It's a, it's literally a plant and it can take you to another realm. And I was always curious. But with this um, last round of depression in February, March of 2019, it was like, okay, this is really time to do it. And that changed my life. It just opened up so many things. And within two weeks after that, I did a psilocybin, that's magic mushrooms. I did a, a retreat with those. I mean, I've done mushrooms throughout my life, you know, recreationally with friends, whatever. But doing it for healing, because this isn't for fun, this is for healing, doing ayahuasca and doing a mushroom retreat. Doing it for healing is a totally different thing. It's not just like, oh, I'm having fun with you know, drinking some beers, that type of thing when you drink beers recreationally or whatever. This is for healing and it's a totally different setting. And it really opened up my eyes to why I'm depressed. And it's because I'm focusing so much on work-life balance. I'm focusing so much on work. I'm focusing so much on these accolades and I'm not living. Like, I mean, I could go on and on, but Mm -hmm. you know, I actually moved to Sankers outside of Silicon Valley. It's about a half hour, hour away, um, right by the ocean. And you know, I've always been a boater, a wakeboarder. Mm -hmm. I've been stand up paddleboarding adventures outdoors and living in Silicon Valley for the past eight years, I did none of that, really. You know, and didn't know camping or anything, just like grind, grind, grind. So now it's kind of like, you know, it's time to actually live. And I have my business um, on, I don't wanna say autopilot, but I have a good thing going. So it's a good time for me to spread the message and help others. Hmm. So I, I this is, I'm going off uh, script a little bit, but I'm, how are you? I mean, are you feeling more happy? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's the thing. I think we all um, there's a balance, right? You know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to find. I I still know there's something underlying that's not right. You know, and it's a it's a journey, right? For mm-hmm. for all of us, and I I actually feel like a lot of us, and myself included, like I kind of knew I was unhappy, but I was like, I don't want to trust that because that's a lot of work, right? <laughs> Right. You know, and you can be pretty good with not addressing how you really feel and just getting caught up in emails or work and putting your attention in somewhere else and not being in touch with how you really feel, which is totally fine. That's like totally fine if it works for you. But uh, for me, like I'm the deep diver, you know, like I'm 
I'm going all in on the spiritual path and it's, it's very gratifying at the same time. You know, I feel like there's some regression happening, going back to my old ways. So it's definitely a balance and try and maneuver my way through it. But, um, that's life, man, right? It is. And I, I, I really appreciate your, your candor and your uh, transparency on this because I think a lot of people struggle with this. I mean, people who are achievers, I think that's, that's totally true that you get to the finish line. And if what you were looking for is the finish line, then you get to the finish line and you're like, oh, was, was this it? Is this? So, yeah. Quick story, mm-hmm. um, if you don't mind. Um, we're actually using Skype. A number of years back, I had a meeting with a client called Brain Change to Mind. It's Glenn Close's nonprofit, and it's all about raising awareness for mental health. Um, Well, they introduced me to someone, one of their board members, and we got coffee, and her daughter was like drawing on, you know, the table next to us, and she's telling me this story about how her husband was C-level at Skype. I don't remember the position. But he actually walked in front of the Caltrain train one day and let mm. the train, yeah, mm. we don't go there. So yeah, it, there's a lot of this in the world, whether it be in tech and business or just depression. It, it's something we really need to address, and it's very important. It's serious, you know. And um, just the more people, the more awareness we have, and you know, more people being transparent and open. Like it's okay to talk about your feelings, especially as men, right? Like yes. we're not supposed to be in touch with our feelings, right? So it's just like you know, I think it's uh, one of those things where if we start, if I start doing it, then it makes someone else feel more comfortable, and then it's just a trickle down effect, right? You know, because mm-hmm. I that from others and it's like pay it forward almost. So well, and I, I think that your point about we've all been affected, right? So, no, I appreciate your uh, you're talking about it. So that's good. Um, so it's interesting to me that you said, "Look, I'm I'm still doing. Like, I'm I'm going on this journey," and then you do still manage your business and your podcasts and your blogs. So how are you doing that? And is it is it like sucking you dry? Is it still providing you joy? How's that going? So this is probably counterintuitive, but the, if anything, the content side sucks me dry. The, the business side pretty much runs itself. The promotional product, um, that's how I you know, make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that pretty much runs itself. I work less than four hours a day easy on promotional products and mm-hmm. my sales go up every year. Um, but I'm working on a new project called Soul Seeker. And I'm going all out on this content. You know, okay. I'm doing it the right way. In the past, everything else I've done, not that I was like half-assed, but um, I'm doing it very professional and like everything you're supposed to do. So I've been slow to launch and I'm being kind of a perfectionist. Um, so that's kind of sucking me dry. But that, that's it's supposed to be the passion, right? So that's kind of funny. But uh, it, managing my time to answer your question, because I answered that, it's virtual assistance. You know, um, a lot of people know me as the VA guy or whatever, but I put systems systems in place for both my content and my business where I'm outsourcing it to mercenaries. That's what I call mercenary specialists in certain fields rather than having employees. And it's more cost efficient and I have specialists and um, VAs really, I could not do what I'm doing without VAs, none of it. Um, so yeah. 
That's awesome, man. Well, you've answered more than my three questions even. And uh, seriously, I really do appreciate you taking the time. And then also just, you know, just your candor, like you said, to address the uh, the feelings question. And uh, that's that's really cool of you to do. So I get uh, you've answered my questions. Do you have a question for me? I, I'm struggling as always to <laughs> come up with a question for you because I always have questions for you. Um, but I'm going to come up with one like on the spot. Okay. I, and I'm putting on the spot. Um, so I know like you and I, awesome friends, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yes. And we don't talk that much, but when we do, it's awesome. What, what do you truly feel about this new path that I'm going down? Like how, how do you truly, like, what do you think are the positives, the negatives, the strengths, the weaknesses? What, just what is your gut feeling? I think my gut feeling is that the idea of talking about mental health is incredibly important. And if you're willing to put yourself out there in that way, I think it's important and I think it's brave. I think that the conversation about psychedelics is uncomfortable for me and it's new to me. Um, You know me well enough to know that I'm blissfully naive when it comes to any of that. Um, That being said, I think there is science back it up. Um, I've read enough about it to understand that. Um, I guess the third piece is that you are very self-deprecating when it comes to this. Uh, Even in our conversations before this, you talked about how you were becoming more of a hippie or uh, you were, uh, you know, talking more radical. From my perspective, if this is your path, own it. Um, Don't don't, uh, put yourself down about it. I think it is a thing that, back to my first point, I think it's a super important topic that luckily I think we're talking about more, but only because it's been such a huge problem. So my initial reaction is I think it's it's good and it's important. And one of the thing I, things I love about you is that you're willing to share the journey. So, Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, talking about it because, you know, this is your content and, you know, that's putting yourself out on a limb talking about psychedelics too. So <laughs> I appreciate that. And you know, it, it is, there's a lot of TED Talks, a lot of therapists mm-hmm. are using it and there's, it's actually, uh, psilocybin's been uh, decriminalized in Oakland. We're making good traction and it's not like, it's a schedule one drug, like the same as like, you know, say, I don't know, Coke or meth or whatever, heroin, any of that, which those are all made in the lab. These are plants and these are ancient things that we've used. And even if you Google like ayahuasca negatives, like it's very hard to find like bad stories, um, like truly bad. So anyways, thank you again. Um, Really appreciate the opportunity to share this with you. Dude, this has been fun and we will have to do it again sometime, okay? Down. Thanks, Kirk. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. What's up?